0: Broadway Sword Podcast, the hockey podcast that talks about Buffalo Sabers and New York Rangers hockey, hosted by John Scuzzo. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. I'm your host John Scuza and today we're just going to talk about some current trends and recent news for the Buffalo Sabres and the New York Rangers as we head into the final two weeks of the season. So let's start out with the Buffalo Sabres. So the Buffalo Sabres, if you don't know, the Sabres aren't making the playoffs this year. They're a rebuilding team. I've said this before on the podcast, they're a rebuilding team, but there's some positives towards the end of the season the Sabres started playing very well they started playing really like they they almost flipped a switch it seemed they looked really good they were making they're giving playoff teams fits they're giving teams like the Rangers the Panthers the the Carolina Hurricanes the Toronto Maple Leafs teams like that that are fighting for playoff spots now a lot of those teams have already clinched playoff spots but they're making it tough they're not making it an easy two points so they can pat their Lead and pat their points in the standings or even pat their record. So they're making it hard. The, uh, in a recent example, the Buffalo Sabres on April 12th beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto 5 2. And actually, to go along with that, probably the best news Sabre fans have been winning for all year Owen Power is a Buffalo Sabre. He's a Buffalo Sabre, ladies and gentlemen. He has officially come to help the Sabres and begin the future for them as their future anchor on the blue line along with rasmus dahlin so it was great news to hear that he's finally a saber after michigan was knocked out in the frozen four and he made his debut for his hometown team or against his hometown team the toronto maple leafs and the sabers won that game 5-2 sabers have really owned toronto all year i believe toronto beat them in the very first meeting in the season and then the last three meetings three meetings have all been sabers and they've just like i said they've been giving playoff teams fits they gave the rangers a fit they get they took the rangers to overtime a couple weeks back they're they're playing well and there's a lot of promise as we head into the end of the season for them they are just they they look good and you see some promise you see some good things for them so the Sabres, they have four games left to end the season. They have played the most games in the NHL with 78 games. So their final four games are against the New Jersey Devils away on April 21st, a home game against the Islanders on April 23rd, a an away game against the Boston Bruins on April uh, 28th, and then the final game and the final home game is against the Chicago Blackhawks on April 29th, which will be Rick Jenner's final call as a Sabres broadcaster. The Sabres have done, uh, did a very nice ceremony slash R.J. Night game for Rick Generat as they raised the banner for him as now he is a part of the Sabre greats because in the 51 years of the Buffalo Sabres organization, the only two consistents have been him and the Sabres name, so a great tribute, they actually won, they beat the Nashville Predators 4-3, and they brought him out on the ice after the game, and gave him the sword, which is their like locker room, like ticket for like great, like or locker room item for like best player and they gave him a nice standing ovation the game was sold out it was just a fantastic game to watch on tv and it looked like the experience was fantastic the sabers currently in the standings are 29 38 and 11 with 69 points as we start to close out the end of the season and they are currently fifth in the Atlantic, which is, hey, that's pretty good. They're above teams like Detroit, Ottawa, and Montreal. And they, like I said, they've looked good down the stretch. And I am excited to see what they can do next year. Alrighty. And now on to the Rangers. So the Rangers, uh, playing strong again, have continued their strong season. Chris Kreider has got 50 goals on the year. Artemi Panarin reached the ninety-point mark for the Rangers, and the Rangers—they're just—they're continuing to play well. They're—they're beating—they're finally beating those playoff or they're beating those teams that are below them that they should be beating. They should—you know—they're not playing down to the competition like they were a couple weeks ago, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're rolling. They're beating teams like Pittsburgh. They're beating—they're uh, staying competitive in games against like Carolina and other playoff teams. And they picked up some really good pieces that have helped them right off the bat. Like the first one, Frank Fatrano, who has fit in greatly on that first line with Mika Sabanjev and Chris Kreider. They only traded, before, traded away a fourth round pick for him. That's it. And he's been lighting the lamp. Another great one is um Andrew kopp Andrew Cop, they traded they traded they had to trade a little bit more away. They traded Morgan Barron, who I actually really liked and I wish the Rangers had given him a chance. However, they traded him. A second conditional second round pick that could turn into a first round pick this upcoming year. It's their own second round pick. And then they traded away their other second round pick this year that was originally St. Louis's pick. And so that and an also a fifth round pick for Andrew Kopp, who has fit fantastically on that second line and has really filled in. And a lot of Rangers fans are starting to debate: are they going to keep him? over ryan strom and then another big one was tyler mott who they traded away a fourth round pick for but sadly tyler mott got hurt but they're hoping that he should be ready by the come playoff time so you know fingers crossed that he can they can slot him back in on that fourth line because he was looking really good for the rangers so the rangers are officially going to the playoffs they have clinched a playoff spot they are currently sitting second in the metro With a 49 21 and six record with 104 points and they're only two points behind the metro leading carolina hurricanes with a game in hand so the rangers are right on top of carolina fighting for that number one spot in the metropolitan division and it's it's going to be a tight one down the stretch uh the rangers have six games remaining um, they have a game tonight on April 19th, a home game against the Winnipeg Jets. And then on April 21st, they have an away game against the New York Islanders. And then on April 23rd, they have a away game against the Boston Bruins. And then in the final week of this of the season, they have three home games. April 26th, big game against Carolina. And that game could basically determine who wins the Metropolitan this season. And then the very next night, Montreal comes in and they play the Canadiens. And then on April 29th, they will play the Washington Capitals to close out the season, another playoff team. So to finish out this season, half of the Rangers games are against playoff teams and it's gonna—it's not going to be an easy ride for them as they look to try to just pad a better record, build some points and you know make the gap between them and Pittsburgh, who's currently third in the Metro bigger so we shall see as they come down the line f- for them and like i said that game against Carolina is it should be circled on every rangers fans calendar and any range and the rangers calendar because this is going to be a big game like i said this is going to determine the winner of the metropolitan division that is it for this episode of the broadway sword podcast thank you for listening and i will see you on the next one